Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of The Outlap, our uh, preview podcast for an EKN Trackside Live event that's coming down the line. Of course, the one coming up this weekend, uh, the United States Pro Kart Series getting back underway up in Wisconsin. We'll jump into that in a bit. This is episode 41. It's July the 5th, 2022. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole, who will be trackside handling all of our coverage throughout the weekend. This edition of The Outlap presented by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-7223. All right, DC, uh, USPKS, monster start to their 2022 season with uh, numbers over 300. We'll dive into the about the numbers, like right into the numbers a little bit later. Uh, but rolling up into uh, one of our favorite areas, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, to Road America. Uh, this coming weekend, July 7th to the 10th, you're on the road, I think, on Thursday. The newly renamed Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America. This uh, this will be a really strong weekend up in uh, up in. At Road America, what a what a great facility, what a great area. Yeah, it's become a a favorite for the karting community. Again, kind of a gem, uh, hidden gem that a lot of people have forgotten about. Yeah. And you know, uh, one of the great things of COVID is it brought us back to Road America. USPKS was looking for a track to fill in their schedule during you know the kind of the revamp of the schedule and season that they had in 2020. Road America was sitting right there on a Labor Day weekend. And it worked out perfectly and it introduced, again, a lot of people who had not been to that facility. Uh, what a great place to not only visit, but to race and compete at. Indeed, it's an eight-round championship, uh, four weekends in total. This is rounds th- uh, five and six, the third weekend of the series, with eight rounds, both Saturday and Sunday rounds. They count the best seven, of course, on the championship. But maybe more key even just to that, David, is the fact that you got to kind of you know have a little party every, every race this week this year because, you know, We've got longevity in the sport right now for the USPKS. This is the 10th season, the 10th anniversary of this program, that, which has evolved and obviously grown a lot of support uh, over the last couple of years. They've just kind of been fine-tuning things as they always do. But the 10th season for Mark Coates and the crew, really impressive for the USPKS. It certainly is. And again, it's you know it's focused on, on what the racers want. That's always kind of been the, 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 uh, the kind of the – the outline of, of the series it's, yeah. you know, they it brought together a lot of the industry members and racers when it first uh, was, was formed in uh, late 2012. And then obviously the first year in 2013, but you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's just kind of grown again, you know, a lot of different factors into why it's grown. It's kept kind of the same engine platform. Yeah. There was, you know, the beginning with, um, the, the Vortex Cadet engines, you know, as similar to like Supercarts USA had, yeah, yep. but then it's gone completely to, you know, the IME engine package and it's kind of, you know, again, seven categories. So it kind of keeps things limited and, uh, and condensed. And, and I think that's kind of been one of the positives. And again, another thing of just, you know, people go where the numbers are and that's something that since what, 2017 when things were really at a uh, at a downward for the series it kind of got an upswing and continue and has continued 
uh, with each each event. Yeah, right after COVID, of course, stepping up in a big way as well. Uh, as I had mentioned, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, so up in what is the Badger State, so not surprisingly the name of the event, the Badger State Grand Prix, again, July 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. David, of course, will be rolling up there on Thursday. Coverage the entire time. And David, you know, anytime we head, head to a race somewhere, you know, inevitably we grab the, you know, on your laptop or on your phone. Okay, what kind of weather am I dealing with? I'm going to Mid-Ohio this weekend for USF Juniors. You're going up there. I got potential for rain. It looks pretty, pretty darn good for Wisconsin this weekend. Yeah, Wisconsin's looking pretty good. We had some rain come through Michigan that obviously came through Wisconsin first last night. So it kind of put a little damper on some of the uh, the 4th of July celebrations that uh, people were having up here in the upper Midwest. But uh, looking at the weekend, it, it looks to be a comfortable weekend with the highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Nice. But the main focus is, is having uh, a dry weekend. And I think that's going to be... Yeah, I'll look again. You never know. Things are going to change as we get closer and closer to, uh, you know, Thursday and Friday for, for practice days. And then once we get into the race weekend, exactly what the weather is going to bring for the weekend. We talked about uh, the Brixton Stratton Motorplex. It was actually originally built back in the year 2000. Uh, some of the first big events there, the Snap-on Stars of Karting ran some events there early on. Uh, it's eight tenth of a mile, David. They're going to run the A layout in a clockwise direction. Uh, as I said, built back in 2000, but it, you know, I think for a lot of people, it, it was a bit bumpy. I, I driven, I did some rental cart stuff on it just for fun when I was there for major events, but they did a repave at the end of 2017. And I think that was probably big for the series. Yeah. Big, big for, for the, the event, the, the facility. Event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big for the facility. Again, you know, it, bumpy, you don't want a bumpy lot. <laughs> no, you do not. that's, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't equal fun. And, and the great thing about the new pavement is it's much different from what we're used to anywhere across the country where there's not a lot of grip on this racetrack and there won't be uh, for much of the weekend. It, it tends to, to grip up, but nothing to the levels that we're used to at other facilities. And it doesn't, and it doesn't eat up the tires as well either. So it's, it, it is a unique, unique asphalt that, uh, that we race on. And so it provides a different challenge, different element uh for the teams and competitors i mentioned that the track was built back in 2000 very soon after they had the stars of karting up there they've had a, a number of different series wka wrote uh, the uh, rotax grand nationals u.s grand nationals was run there more recently the route 66 sprint series uh spent some time there ckna the cup carts north america program uh has been using the, the track as well but for but david for the uspks third straight year uh rolling up to briggs and stratton motorplex at road america so as you had said from the very beginning, it's kind of becoming one of those cornerstone tracks for the series that kind of, you know, it stretches out, you know, it's, it's physical, uh, you know, on the map, on the map, how far it goes, you know, the Supercarts USA pro tours, really the only East coast, West coast national series with one, you know, either one on one side and one on two on the other side of the Mississippi, USPKS all being East coast, but to be able to go up into Wisconsin, you kind of stretch out, you get a lot more reach from some of the drivers as opposed to focusing around, you know, that Indianapolis or Charlotte area. Yeah. And again, it all be brought on because of COVID we, we got up there and again, it's just kind of, it's a lot of East coast teams have a problem with going through Chicago. They just don't like it. You know, we've seen it with going to Badger cart club. We've seen it going to Shawano. People are just, they're frustrated with trying to get around the Chicago area. But, you know, Road America is a kind of unique uh, facility in the fact that, again, you're within the actual four mile road course, uh, which you don't typically have anywhere you go in terms of a karting facility. 
uh, Daytona being the, and Charlotte motor speedway being the only two that I know of that you have a karting track within the actual grounds of, of a, of a race course. So, um, again, it's, it's, it's a unique, I think that helps elevate it a little bit more than, than some of the other tracks that we, that we've gone to in Wisconsin. So it has that allure and, and kind of, you know, bucket list mentality of, of going there. And again, when you have one of the premier series in the country going there, it helps again, like, again, bring people there, numbers breed numbers. And it is a little bit easier for some of the West coast teams or, or central based teams to get there. Yeah. As David said, inside the racetrack itself, kind of essentially inside turn six down into turn number seven. And of course uh, you go through the carousel and down cattle bottoms, which is just on the other side of the track itself. So yeah, right in the inside of, of uh, the track at road America, David, let's have a look at the event schedule. I mentioned uh, the, the seventh through to the 10th. So Thursday optional practice getting rolling uh, for about six and a half hours. Give me the lineup for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So again, format change uh, going yeah. into this weekend, um, something that USPKS announced uh, just after our weekend at GoPro Motorplex. Uh, for Thursday is still the optional practice um, with there not being a actual staff that mans the racetrack. I believe the USPKS staff will be part of that optional practice. So you'll see some of their officials kind of making sure things are, are running on time and safe. Uh, so that will go 11 to 5.30 p.m., on the day uh, Friday now uh, new with our new format, not necessarily new because going back to the original format right. of having five rounds of practice on Friday, all five rounds will be seven minutes long. So you'll have 35 minutes of practice throughout the day. Uh, qualifying now is going back from Friday to both uh, the, their uh, um, essential race days. So round five will begin with warm up, qualifying pre-final, and finals will have LCQs in there for now. What I believe I've been told is just the KA 100 senior division. That is the only category that's going to be broken up for pre-finals where we'll have 16 laps for the senior and junior categories, 14 laps for cadets. So a 12 lap LCQ for that KA 100 senior division finals will be 26 laps for X 30 pro and X 30 junior 22 laps for the other senior, junior, master divisions, and then 24 cadet. And then round six will be the same thing all over again. Again, qualifying, moving to their respective days. So no more qualifying on Friday. At the end of the day, uh, all rounds will be content contested on that same day. So yeah. that'll be that'll be going back to the original format and uh, be inter interesting to, uh, to see kind of how things shake out, uh, you know, schedule-wise and, and just, the you know, kind of the, the – the mood and, and, and thoughts in the, in the paddock, uh, coming Friday after afternoon. Yeah. Busy, obviously the busy days on Saturday and Sunday, good for the, the longer summer days. Cause it could go a little bit later into the day with the schedule, adding that qualifying uh, round back in, but we'll see how it all plays out. I'm sure David will talk more about that in the, uh, the feedback on that when we go into the paddock pass in the out, uh, debrief podcast next week, time for our first break in the action. We get back, we will jump into the numbers as I had mentioned. Well, you know, uh, the class numbers, and how we're looking for pre-entries. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more coverage. Uh, the preview for the U.S. PKS event at Road America this coming weekend. The 27th edition of the world's largest street race for karting is coming Labor Day weekend. On September 3rd and 4th, the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix will feature racing for everyone from grassroots to vintage racers to some of the best national and shifter car drivers from North America, all at one venue. 
a total of 18 race groups will tackle the city streets of Rock Island, Illinois, with two full days of competition after the volunteer committee turns those streets into a racing festival overnight. Categories range from the popular Briggs 206, Margay Ignite, Yamaha Canyon 100cc categories to the Vintage Karting Association and Shifter Divisions, all with opportunities to gain track time and chances to win by competing in multiple classes. The famed King of the Streets, as well as the King of the Rock races for Briggs and Stratton 206 and 100cc entries will each pay $1,000 and the coveted Rock Trophy to win, as well as checks for the top five places. All other classes will race for Rock Trophies as well as second and third place awards. New this year, carters in different classes but from the same track can battle together for an overall 2022 Track Team of the Year award by designating their track or club name when they register. The Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix is the most fun you can have on and off the track. Learn more by visiting racerockisland.info. Need race fuel or oil? Hyperfuels is an authorized distributor for several of the brands that are spec fluids in American karting, including Elf and Aspen Sport. They also stock and ship methanol. Hyperfuels has a web store that can take your orders 24-7 and they ship UPS. That's right, Hyperfuels can ship fuel and oil right to your door. Whether you need Elf Racing Fuels or Elf ATX 909 oil, for Aspen Sport 98 octane fuel for Scusa competition, they have it in stock. When you need it now, go to hyperfuels.com. Welcome back to episode 41 of the EKN Outlap as we do our uh, dive into the preview of the upcoming United States Pro Kart Series event at the Briggs & Stratton Motorplex at Road America. David Cole will be trackside taking us on a walk through the pre-entries and the numbers and the storylines that we'll see throughout the weekend. David, let's look at by the numbers. Um, huge numbers for the first two rounds of the season. Uh, 323 entries in Orlando, 308 entries in GoPro. Um significantly less here at Road America at 227 pre-entries right now. Uh, every event last year on USPKS was over 250. Uh, we'll talk about this, but what are your your thoughts? Is it is it the fuel costs right now? What do you think it is, the, the reason why Road America, which was at 254 last year, uh, down by about 27 entries this year? Well, again, Rob, racing, especially karting, there's not really that one factor into why numbers are either dropping or either falling. Um, in this turn, in this turn, um, I would look, you, know, you already said fuel costs. That's obviously going to be one of the conditions. You look at where the races were already Orlando and GoPro, it's all Southern based. So there's okay. a lot of the probably Southern competitors that may not be wanting to make the trip up to Wisconsin, which again, factors into fuel factors into time away from home. So a lot of, you know, those are kind of two different factors. Um, we're into the, we're in the second half of the season. Some people aren't racing because they're not in points. So that could be another factor as well too. Um, you know, but really when you look at the numbers, there's really only one class that it really significantly dropped, you know, all the others are, you know, between, you know, five or less, uh, or actually two categories where yeah. we had significant, uh, drops. So, um, it, it, it's not a big shock to see that number. And again, we're going to have walk-ups, you know, so we're going to probably get into two thirties, if not, maybe two forties, we'll see. So it's going to be a close to what hey, we had. Dave, which is still a massive event. 
It's still a massive event. Yeah, right. it's still a massive event. It's still huge. And again, you got the other factor and a major factor is there's not going to be a lot of club racers that are racing this event to where you look at GoPro Motorplex. They have 300 entries for a club event yeah. for drivers who are racing, you know, Briggs and all that. You know, they have three. They had a record of 300 entries for a club event. Wow. You look at Road America, they're lucky to maybe hit 50 to 60. Agreed. You know, and they're and they're all more focused at the Briggs level because yes. again, Briggs and Stratton Motorplex, uh, the Midwest has been notorious with uh, club racers at that. I think it's getting a little bit more growth with the IME, uh, you know, the KA100 stuff for for junior, senior, and maybe even master as well too. You know, they have the Tag Masters program um, that utilizes you know the 100 CC stuff. So again, there's just not that base, you know, to say you go to Newcastle. There's a big base there. Yeah. Yeah, the lo- uh, the, there's not the, there's not the local base to draw from. You right. know you're going to get X amount of entries. Agreed. Because a lot of the Wisconsin racers who would go to this event already follow the series. Um, you know, yeah, so. yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's so. So look at the numbers, David. I, you know, KA100 actually up from 50 to 53. Uh, both both KA100 Junior and X30 Junior down five each, so it's down to 43 juniors. So, so I'm saying like. When we say that there's a lot less numbers, we're trying to figure out why there's less. It's only because we're talking about rid- ridiculously massive, awesome numbers earlier, you know, this year and last year. So um, just a couple down, you know, five guys, five guys doing double duty down in X30 Junior and KA100 Junior. There's a drop there. Masters was the other one, right? With a drop, a drop of eight drivers. But that just kind of feels like it's been Masters racing across the board everywhere. Where I don't know these masters are aging out. They're just getting to the point where they're 50 or, you know, 50, 55 when 10 years ago they were in their early 40s, whatever it may be. But uh, another another lower masters turned out with 13 drivers. Yeah. I mean, there, there could be political reasons why people aren't racing masters. You know, we talked about that in a podcast before. Um, you know, it depends on who's in, in the White House. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, but again, you know, it, Masters number across the board has been has been kind of dwindling in it. It's almost the fact that, um, you know, you, it's almost like what you're what we're seeing right now in X30, where we're having one driver kind of dominate over and over and over again, where we were seeing that in Masters racing with, just say, like a Jordan Musser in, in shifter kart racing. And we're seeing the same drivers win over and over again in X30 Masters, especially here at the USBKS program where we see the same guys fighting it out for the victory weekend and week out. So that could also be another thing to where, you know, they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to be able to compete. Why even go? Well, so that's- and I've said it's a, it's a 10 year window really from being a 20 year old X 30 pro guy and then turning 30. Right. Like it's like, I said, the, the thing about masters is you could have a drought just because honestly, there's nobody else coming who wants to go back, get back into the sport at that level when they get to be 30, 31 or 32 years of age. That's, that's a real, that's a, just a realistic fact for masters racing. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about a couple of guys, young guys that are going to be making their class debut in X 30 masters. So that, that, that is a, uh, you know, how many can we keep getting of those? And then, like you said, some yeah. of these guys are aging out to where they can't compete at this level anymore even though they love doing it and they love keep coming, they keep coming. They get, they eventually get to the point where it's like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. You know, I, we did some rental cart racing the other weekend. We're like, Oh man, we can do 10 laps and we're done. (laughs) Well, listen, I'm 53 years old. I'm not really super excited about racing against a bunch of 30 year olds. 
You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. It's, that's the realistic side of it, right? That's the that's the other deal because. But it, remember, I think that's a it's a better it's a better mentality than a thirty year old racing against fourteen year olds. I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, there's still that that there's still that common core of goals of trying to go to work on Monday. Yep. When you're when you're thirty and when you're fifty, yep. um. So there's a little bit of that, but I'm yeah. I like that. But, I, you buy, but again, that's where I think the competitive side of it, where if you're 50 years old and you're not going to be able to compete against the 30 year old, that's when it kind of, it drags on you and kind of takes you away from the event. I agree. The, you, you lose a bit of the, uh, the fun factor when you know you're getting your ass cleaned. Uh, <laughs> every time. <laughs> All right, let's go to another quick break. When we get back, we'll dive into the class by class. We'll go, we'll go X30 pro and K 100 senior after this break. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villeneuve Racing Carts is their flagship product available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Cart. Cartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Cart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab, race with us, win with us. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand. The company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since two thousand three, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business Stockholm Karting Center in October of two thousand nineteen. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past twenty five years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper Push the button and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777. 777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. 
Welcome back to the EK and Outlap episode 41 as we do our preview of this coming weekend's United States Pro Kart Series Badger State Grand Prix at the Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America. Uh, X30 Pro category, uh, 30 last year, 28 in total. And as David mentioned before the break, there's one driver that really has been just dominating uh, in this X30 Pro category. He's won all four races this year. Ryan Norbert for Rawlison Performance Group. Uh, the best of the best, looking for a bunch more uh, championships this year. Uh, again, you know, when you look, when we move forward 10 years from now, we look back, he's going to be one of the legends of the sport for what he's been able to do here over a couple, you know, the, the, the straddling of the year 2000 decades. Uh, it real impressive. Leads the points right now by Paulie Massimino over 295 points. But again, it'll be all these drivers trying to dethrone Norberg, David, from the top of the podium. Yeah, and it, and this is a I think this is a facility where it could happen because anything can can occur at this racetrack. Again, it's a different grip level than what we're used to uh, week in and week out. So again, it, you know, there's a lot of different ways of of approaching uh, this racetrack and and how you not only drive it but how you tune. And so you know, you're not really quite sure exactly who's going to be able to uh, to be able to stand out and come away with victory. Unfortunately, Norberg was among the quicker drivers last year here. He was able to pick up the victory both on Saturday and Sunday. So he's got a victory at this facility. Again, it wasn't nothing easy. It wasn't walk away uh, performances, but he was able to kind of just, you know, outperform uh, the fields each day to be able to grab that victory. So he's got that in his pocket, you know, and he's got a big championship lead uh, going forward. So there's really nothing to lose for him to go all out and, and go for the victories here this weekend. You know, you still have a drop possibility, you know, if you need to uh, to include, you know, if you need to count that uh, down the road, you know, with four rounds left, you get you only get three of those rounds to count based on the four victories you already have. So yeah. there's a lot of wiggle room for, for Norberg to kind of either try different setups or, or be more aggressive than what he's typically used to. Uh, that we see when he's in championship mode. I mentioned Paulie Massimino second in points. Cameron Weinberger's been having a great year in third. Jack Jeffers in fourth. Jeffers is actually leading the points in the Lucas Oil School of Racing Formula Car Series as well. Jack jumping into some open wheel formula car racing. Martin Kremers uh, there in fifth place as well, but well back. What are the storylines, David? Give me some uh, some points uh, before the coverage this weekend. Yeah, well, Nate Cicero is sit sitting fourth officially going into the weekend, but he will actually be racing on the big track in the spec MX five program that he uh, was part of the Mazda motorsport scholarship at the end of last year. So this was, uh, this was a weekend that he knew he was going to be missing um, going into uh, the 2022 season. Obviously there's other situations going on uh, surrounding him as well, but his focus is going to be on the car side uh, there this weekend. while his sister's racing in the K 100 senior division, uh, the other, and we're, I'm kind of still waiting to confirm this. Um, I waiting to see here a post. I think we can talk about it here now, but, uh, on the entry list, they have Diego Ramos as part of PSL carding. So this, uh, will be the debut for the Brazilian with PSL carding on the Burrell art. I look forward to hearing more of that. Of course, that, uh, make sure when David gets trackside, uh, and throughout Friday, he'll be working on his Paddock Insider. I'm sure that'll be something that uh, we'll be con conferring with some photos there. So make sure to tune in to David's Paddock Insider uh, throughout the weekend. We'll go to KA100 Senior now, 53 entries, as I said, an actually an improvement and an increase from last year. Uh, the winners on the season so far, Brandon Lemke, uh, Alex Stanfield, Jeremy Fletcher, all getting wins. Stanfield really kind of coming into his own here, David, in this uh, KA100 Senior class 
163-point lead over the veteran Lemke coming in to rounds uh, number five and six. Yeah, that second victory over Lemke and Fletcher certainly helps boost uh, him in the points standings going into this weekend, going into the second half of the season. Got, as you said, 163-point advantage over the two drivers that uh, have also scored victory. Uh, this is a, a kind of a home race track for Lemke. Not a lot of time here, but when he does race there, uh, it's successful. You know, last year I uh, picked up a victory on Saturday or Sunday. It was um, didn't quite come out with a podium finish on Saturday, but uh, certainly knows his way around this Road America facility. But Fletcher, again, no no stranger to this racetrack, along with Alex. You know, they've all raced there with USPKS the last uh, two seasons. So uh, they de- they definitely have um, the experience. So uh, it's, and again, a stacked field like we have, you know, pre-finals are going to be, qualifying and pre-finals are going to be key because you do want to stay out of that LCQ and be towards the front of the field. Yeah, uh, who else we got in the, in the uh championship battle here right now you've got chase Haynes, you got aiden levy uh, in there as well 210 and 300 back respectively uh more notes i'm seeing here one of the interesting ones i'll let you kind of fill in here but good to see tj coyan back on board again tj coming out to do some racing again i like it yeah if you get a chance to check out his course of sport uh post that he made on facebook great press release you know, I don't know why he didn't send it to us, but uh, it is kind of a it's kind of a gag. Oh, I can't uh, you know, it now. <laughs> it's it's a uh, you know, it's kind of homage to like, you know, the Magnus uh, PRs they used to send out back yeah, in yeah. the old days. Yeah, uh, really bashed himself personally. So I thought that was great because, you know, we've done it for years. Now he's now he's admitting all his flaws. So that's good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but it'll be good to see TJ back behind the wheel again. It's he's a he's a EKN friend and and uh, it's great to see you know former series uh, race winner. Um, again, it was the track was not kind to him the last time he came back. I want to say that was in 2020. Um, so we'll see how this time I, he's done a lot more testing. I will say that. So hopefully uh, he'll have a better outing this year. Heck of a helmet artist as well. Let's throw that out there for him. Yeah, the the Connor Daly stuff that he's been doing is amazing for yeah. the uh, for the IndyCar driver. It's uh, I think he just did a Pokemon uh, inspired helmet for him, and that was nice. that was really unique and uh, and very artistic. Uh, what else we got here, David? Who else is who else is we got we got the driver making their debut for this year, and one driver making an actual class debut, correct? Yeah, just keep an eye on uh, James Overbeck. We've seen him uh, do a lot of good stuff in the Midwest racing and even on the four cycle side of things. Uh, he's jumping into the KA senior ranks uh, this weekend, so he could be one of those kind of hidden gems, those kind of uh, uh, drivers to, to kind of watch and see how he progresses on the weekend. The other is uh, Diego Conteca with Orsalyn Racing. He's actually going to do double duty, so he'll be in both X30 senior and KA100 senior uh, class that we have not yet seen him race. So, uh, again, when you get some of the, the the quick guys from the X30 senior category coming over to KA100 senior, could uh, could be a factor throughout the weekend. Yeah, I like that. Good stuff. Uh, so there you go. X30 Pro and KA100 Senior previews done and dusted. After this break, we'll get back and do X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and X30 Masters. Don't go anywhere. More to come on this edition of the EKN Outlap. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. 
with a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new VEN 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507 508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap and our preview of this coming weekend's USPKS event at the Bow is a Briggs and Stratton Motorplex is the new name of the track, the new sponsorship for Briggs and Stratton. Always stepping up to support the sport. That uh, facility, of course, uh, built within the track at Road America. Uh, let's jump in, David, into the X30 Junior class. 22 uh, pre entries for X30 Junior, two winners on the season, Caleb Gaffera and Aiden Ingrata. But even though while those two drivers have each won a pair of races each, they're not the guy that leads the points coming into Road America. That's Max Garcia. Our May driver of the month, Max Garcia, K 
came away with four podium finishes at the GoPro Motorplex, the Carolina Grand Prix event that we had there at the beginning of May. And uh, yeah, certainly has kept himself in the hunt. Again, one of the more consistent drivers we have seen over the last couple of years uh, in the junior category, always at the pointy end of the field. And uh, again, it's going to be a tight battle. You know, as you said, Gaffer 48 points out, 87 points for Ingrata. Both of them have two victories under the under their belts this year. Uh, Garcia, not quite yet been able to get to the victory lane in X30 Senior and, and other events as well, too, while Ingrata jumping over the CRG. So that's been that's been a storyline. We saw that at the Spring Nationals for Supercars USA, where he was able to pick up a victory on Sunday there. Uh, Grafera was among the quickest drivers there throughout the weekend, just unable to, uh, to get up on, on the top step where Garcia had a tough weekend, a little bit, you know, the altitude, I think kind of threw him off in terms of, uh, engine setup and, and chassis setup as well too. So it wasn't quite the same Garcia that we've seen throughout the season. So look for this weekend to be kind of a, a, a bounce back and kind of a, a, a springboard to, uh, hopefully be. Uh, a championship drive for him uh, heading into the second half of the season. Uh, Sebastian Weldon and Jorge Ortiz, the two drivers rounding up the top five in points. And David, uh, we've mentioned kind of drivers moving around teams a little bit. What do we have for X30 Jr.? Any notes for uh, who to watch this weekend? Yeah, a lot of the same con contenders that we've seen throughout the season in X30 Junior Division. Uh, one note that we saw at the Spring Nationals was Max Taylor joining Rawls Performance Group for the weekend. He competed in both X30 Junior and K100 Junior. Uh, we do have him listed as under the Rollison Performance Group tent, so it could be a permanent move uh, for the former Mike Doty Racing driver to uh, to the RPG tent. All right. Keep an eye on that this weekend. Again, look for uh, a confirmation in the Paddock Insider. Uh, KA100 Junior, 43 entries. We talked about the, the fact that Garcia leading the points in X30 Junior, having not scored a win yet here in USP, uh, USPKS action. 48-point uh, lead over Gaffera in X30 Junior. A 55-point lead now over Parker DeLong. But, David, this time Garcia with a couple of wins on the season in KA100 Junior leading uh, the points in both categories, rolling up the road America. Yeah, leading with the two victories, had a uh, uh, a second place in round three and then a top five finish in round two. So good, solid finishes, but Parker DeLong's kind of been right there with him as well, too. He's got two runner-up finishes thus far on the season, so that helped put him in the second spot to where you got Cooper Shipman sitting there in third, 109 points back. He has two podium finishes as well. Both of those are third place results and then a couple more top five finishes. So that consistency is helping these three drivers kind of be ahead of those who have already scored victories in uh, Stephen Miller, Helio Meza, and and uh, and another driver that's been good all season long, Caleb Gaffera. Yeah, Gaffera well back with 317 points, but needs to be on a roll again, second half of the season for the USPKS. Four races down, four to go, and those with decent results and maybe not a DNF have a chance to keep pushing forward. David, looking in your notes here, uh, you say that Elio Mesa back, appendix surgery? I didn't know about that. Yeah, he was not at the Spring Nationals uh, and Supercarts USA Spring Nationals due to an appendix surgery. Mm. So had the had the appendix removed. And uh, I don't believe he, he I believe he was at the uh, Texas Sprint Racing Series uh, event at North Texas Cartways uh, recently, which was what, two weekends ago, I guess, from this weekend. So uh, um, 
he he uh, was back in the cart already, but uh, again, we'll see him back for the first time, at least Ecan trackside wise, uh, since having that surgery. Well, good to see him back. That's not something you want to, uh, any driver to go through, obviously. Uh, David, let's jump into the uh, X30 Masters class. 13 entries in total. Talk a little bit right now about the 2022 winner so far. Uh, two, tw- yeah, tw- excuse me. 2020 winners, uh, Danilo Romalo has, uh, been the driver to beat on the season in X30 masters, uh, picking up the first three victories on the season. It was Renato Yadar David who scored round four victory after what was a pretty good battle, uh, throughout that day. Uh, Romalo not on the entry list, but has confirmed with us that he will be in road America this weekend. So, uh, the REM driver going to continue that drive towards the championship that he began in Orlando. And he comes in with a 46 point lead over for, uh, last year's runner up in the championship, Mario Barrios. Hey Dave, I don't see Renato Jader David in the list either. Yeah, Renato, again, a limited schedule for him. I haven't confirmed or denied with him okay. uh, regarding uh, competition. He was not at Orlando, um, had other plans, and made it up to to GoPro for that second event. So, again, could just be another event that he doesn't have on the calendar. So we'll wait and see if uh, he does show up uh, in Road America. Indeed, uh, Mario Barrios, as David said, 46 points behind Romalho. Uh, Scott Kopp, a, a series front runner back by 95. Scott Roberts. Uh, right there, uh, back by 120 points. And then we've got Danny Robertson there as well. David, a couple extra guys coming in, though. Uh, one of the ones I looked at was uh, Martin Stone coming off a win down in Texas. But a veteran vet- of, of karting and car racing coming into play again as well. Yeah, Stone coming off a big victory in the KA100 Master Class at the Texas Sprint. Uh, Texas, yeah, Sprint Racing Series. I'm trying to get my thoughts and collecting here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, is, uh, yeah, stone was at, uh, GoPro. So that was his de- USBKS debut on the season. Wasn't in Orlando. So picked up a couple of top five finishes there, uh, racing alongside, uh, Miguel Mir and, and Scott Roberts under the, uh, or actually, no, he was with REM. That's correct. He was with uh, teammate of Romalo. Okay. So, uh, we'll see, uh, I believe he'll be back with remote with uh, REM this weekend. I'm looking back. Got to go back to that. Yeah. They don't have them listed, but I believe he will be racing with REM again this weekend. Uh, picked up a couple of victory though in Texas. Um, I was thinking, I was thinking Nikki Coelho as when I, I, I saw Nikki on there, what I thought was really, yes, that was, yeah, that was the next person on, on the, on the, uh, on the, on the script we have here, him and uh, Jake, what was his name? Sorry. I'm Jake lost. Fe- I'm Fetter? Lost. I don't know. I don't know who yeah. Fetter is. I don't know that name. Fetter's yeah. another driver that's been, he's been racing uh, with uh, Franklin Motorsports in the oh, K100 right. senior division. Uh, again, kind of just on that, on that edge of the age and not really quite up there in weight. So again, it's, it's, do you want to keep a cart that doesn't have a lot of weight on, or do you want to put on the weight and yeah, go race, true. race so those true. drivers that uh, are very similar to your age? And so we'll see if uh, Coella and Fetter are able to kind of mix themselves up with the series regulars. Nikki Coelho was a race winner in the WKA Constructor Championship Formula A Series down in Charlotte in 1998. So that... Are you, I was going to say, are you trying to say how old you are? 24, <laughs> 24 years ago for Coelho. Uh, David, I'll buy you an nope. EK and had if you can tell me what chassis he was on. I thought it was gold. Oh, embarrassing. He was on a Haas? jolly. He was on a jolly. Well, jolly car. That's right, jolly. <laughs> jolly turned into gold, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, no, no, jolly. <laughs> car, 
It did not turn into gold. I, was like, I, was like, I, was like, I thought, but the, I, I could have swore they were a gold dealer as well, too. They may have, Quella Racing may have been a gold dealer. That's a possibility as well. I thought, isn't that all tied in with Haas? I think that's why there's still that Wisconsin Maybe. I don't base know. Of, Maybe. Of, of that brand's. Well, I you should know. Right. I mean, you've been around this longer than I have. Nicola Gianniberti. But, but think about that. Nicola. That's like, he was winning before Ryan Norberg was born. Dude, 24 years ago. Yeah. Right, because I think Norberg's about that age. Yeah, and Nikki Coelho just really one of the super uber talented young Americans that I think probably could have became a pro driver. He ended up going on to win uh, a number of races in Formula Continental Racing, F2000 Racing, uh, SCCA runoffs, you know, June sprints at Road America. So uh, from, from Dallasman, but a guy that uh, knows the Road America, the full track, as well as he does the uh, the small track as well. I'd be fun to watch to see what Nikki can do this coming weekend. He's a really, really good driver. I would not be surprised at all. If he's in shape, I don't know if he's in if he's in race shape right now, but if he is, he could be a driver to watch out for. Well, I think. well, he's he's been he's been one of those drivers who came back and did KA one hundred senior. And right. Again, he's at that age where he should be racing masters, but you know, they it's that weight thing again. You got to add yeah, a bunch, if, sure. if you're not a big guy, you got to add a bunch of weight on to get up there to you know that 400 pounds or whatever it is to uh, to compete. But he's also part of that tag master program that runs throughout the state of Wisconsin where okay, it goes look out to, then. So we'll see. Look out! I'm 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 calling for. Are you calling it? I'm you, calling from on the podium for sure. Probably. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, except he's going against a bunch of big dogs. So it's, it, it, it'll be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to kind of following the action with everything you do. Of course, you can follow a uh, cart chasers doing the TV broadcast again. I'll be busy on the weekend, so I'll be following all David's stuff on Twitter, uh, Facebook, watching all the results come through. I always make sure I'm watching that Twitter and and checking things out throughout when I, when I'm busy at the track myself. So stay make tuned. Sure. What's that? I'd say make sure you tag him in a post later, you know, so we can. Oh, well, I'll do that. I'll do that. This way he knows it for sure. All right. All right, folks. One more break. When we get back, we'll do a, a quick preview of Mini Swift and Micro Swift. Wrap things up for this edition of the Outlap. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the Super Soft Green SS and the Intermediate White IZ Optional Compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. 
All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, episode 41. It is July the 5th, 2022, and we are wrapping up a preview of this coming weekend's USPKS event, the Badger State Grand Prix up at Road America, the Briggs & Stratton Motorplex. Uh, let's go to Mini Swift right now. We'll wrap up with Mini and Micro. 34 entries in total in the Mini Swift category. Winners on the season so far, Salvador De La Vecchia, Travis Robertson, Keelan Harvick with a couple of wins. Harvick will hold the point lead over Carson Weinberg coming into the event for of the eight races in the books. 129-point lead. Asher Ockstein, uh, 169 back. Roberts with a win back by 186. And uh, Oliver Weldon, 219 back. I think one of the key things, David, coming into talking about this one, point leader Harvick spent some time over in Europe, did a bit of racing in Italy. And we'll see how that's going to That's what I was going to use the word effect. But let's see how that works for him in terms of the extra experience he's been able to get. Yeah, it, it, it again, it was more about experience. That's something we saw with uh, the Kevin Harvick interview that I did uh, yeah. prior, you know, the same weekend that, that Keelan was over there in Italy. At, you know, they were asking him, what's, what's he doing over there? Yeah, Bob again, yeah. it was, uh, it was uh, you know, again, a great learning opportunity for, for Keelan to get, as he said, get adjusted to racing against other people that he hadn't raced against and, and, and a different culture and, and different, different way of racing uh, compared to what, he's a experienced over here. So he'll come back he'll take what he's learned and, and, and kind of, uh, assess and, 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 and bring about that to, uh, to this weekend in his first time back here in the USA after racing over there. But again, as you said, you know, he's already got two victories on the season. That was at his home racetrack at GoPro Motorplex. Uh, now we had to road America, which is uh, a place he raced at last year. Uh, I'm, I'm, lost where I lost my points here, but, uh, was in the micro swift division last year. So it's, it's, you know, he's got, uh, two Vic, you know, a win and a second place last year in micro. So he's going to take that and, uh, and try and, uh, equate that into some success in mini swift. Yeah. Well, knows, uh, the race, know, knows the racetrack, knows how to race yeah. there. Right. Which is good. I like it. Yeah. And so, but again, it's, uh, it's solid mini swift field, you know, a lot of contenders, as you said, just the top <laughs> five, in the championship alone are, are pretty solid. And then uh, Salvatore Della Vecchia, another race winner that we've had on the season as well. And then you add in all the other drivers who just haven't quite gotten there at USPKS, but have in other programs too. So one driver though, that will not be there, Jack Eilif. Jack will still be in Europe uh, as they get ready for uh, doing some testing this weekend, uh, getting ready for the WSK event that'll happen next weekend. So he will not be at Road America while his brother Oscar Iliff will be uh, racing in K100 Junior. And uh, also, you, you have down here Gage Corn and Carter McMurray also in the field for this weekend. 
Yeah, just some notables that, uh, you know, Corn hasn't raced USBKS yet this year. He did last year, was at Road America last year. So he knows the racetrack, but he's been busy with the, the Western half schedule, uh, competed in the, uh, the Rotax US Trophy Series, was able to score the, the championship there. We've seen him at Challenge of the Americas, scored the championship there as well, too. So uh, hopefully bringing some of that success in his first event on the east side of the country. And then, uh, yeah, McMurray going to Road America. I know, I'm sure Jamie has uh, raced on the big track along with uh, Carter's grandfather, uh, Hawk McMurray. Uh, he's, they've, they've raced on the big track in the, in the old days. And so I believe this is, this is Carter's first trip to uh, the Road America facility nice. uh, to do some karting there. So that'll be a cool story to watch. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's go to Microswift now. We'll cap things off. 34 entries in total. Uh, winners on the season so far in this Micro Swift class. You got Marco Samet, who runs for Mike Doty Racing, Rocco Simone for Paraland USA, and Ashton Woon able to get a couple of wins as well. Woon uh, using that to take the point lead over Jackson Gibson by 32, Simone back by 54, Samet by 164, and Benja Fernandez 179. So pretty, pretty close up front with at least three drivers within 54 points. And as we know, obviously with a drop, it can change everything. But uh, yeah, look, there's a, there's a bunch of drivers that have the ability to win in micro swift. Yeah. And the more experienced, uh, at least for road America will be wound and Gibson who are sitting first and second in the championship. Both of them have been at road America. They understand the racetrack. So they have that kind of advantage going into the weekend over the other drivers who have been uh, in contention throughout the season and have already scored victories. So that'll be an interesting, interesting dynamic to see in this micro division. Again, a lot of these kids still learning as they go along. And, and for many of them, this will be their first trip to road America. So it'll be, it'll be good to see who comes up to speed quickly and right away and who's able to progress as the weekend goes along. David, a lot of news around young Jackson Porter, which is really cool. Obviously first and foremost with the sponsorship from high V we know the Hy-Vee, of course, on board big time with Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan racing in the NTT IndyCar Series on Jack Harvey's car. They're big on the sponsorship and the, and the promotion for the IndyCar event in Iowa. Uh, stepping up to sponsor Young Jackson, which I thought was super cool. Then And then news recently that he's actually moved over to join the Parallel and USA team. So uh, Jackson Porter spending some time in the headlines. Yeah, it'll be a good combination, him with Rocco Simone under the Parallel USA tent. They already have some other solid drivers, especially in the mini and uh, working their way up through the junior and senior ranks as well, too. You know, we talk about Alessandro Di Tullio. Uh, he's racing at the USF Juniors program that you'll be at at Mid-Ohio. So he's a he's a Parallel graduate mm -hmm. and uh, making his way up the ranks right now. And uh, yeah, so it'll be good to just kind of see uh, how that week, how the weekend goes for Porter making making that new home at Parallel USA, and, and again working with a driver like Rocco Simone, who's already scored you know victories at USPKS, Scusa, uh, Florida Winter Tour, all the other different programs throughout the season. So it'll be good good measuring stick for Jackson Porter. Yeah, I work with uh, Yannick Roland and the crew at uh, at uh, Parallel USA. So look forward to seeing what Jackson's able to do. But that, Dave, that wraps things up. For the United States Pro Card Series Badger State Grand Prix preview, of course, uh, we'll be streaming live on ecardinews.com slash live. If you do want to hear the audio from the, the Car Chaser guys, we'll stream that through. Uh, David, what, let's, uh, let's look at the social media hashtags. Hashtag EKN at USPKS. Hashtag Badger State GP and hashtag Road America. When, when, are, you, when are you hitting the road? Uh, hitting the road Thursday morning so we can get through Chicago and get yeah, up to right. the racetrack and... So try and get there before practice ends on Thursday to at least get situated. 
figure out where everybody is, maybe possibly get get my first uh, hot seat podcast done, depending on how things go there Thursday and uh, and then go forward with the race weekend. And again, it'll be interesting to not have that Friday qualifying session. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have the full paddock insider going all day Friday and then get into the uh, the top tens for the last session on Friday. Well, folks, again, the USPKS storming through to finish off the 2022 season just into the halfway point now. Rounds number five and six coming up at Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America, the Badger State Grand Prix. And again, uh, it should be a fantastic weekend of USPKS action. Make sure to tune in to all the coverage for David Cole on the website. Of course, all the race reports, everything we do on social media, always lots of stuff on the Instagram feed as well. Look for our Fast Friday graphics coming out as well. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming out of our new uh, EKN uh, editorial assistant, Nate Dean. He's done a great job for us over the first month uh, of being part of the team here. Uh, but again, David will get things underway. Make sure to tune in, follow all the social media. Until then, enjoy the weekend, folks. It'll be coming up here momentarily. We'll have the debrief race report podcast next week as well. All part of the EKN Trackside Live coverage. Again, this show brought to you by the Alan Rudolph uh, Racing Academy. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have not downloaded the EKN Radio Network app, do so. That's the best way to get first chance of listening to all of our audio content. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. 